This is episode number 194, why I became vegan. Welcome back to the Super Day Sense Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, super excited to have you back on the show. And today we've got a very interesting and fun story on how and why I became vegan. Now, before we dive into it, I wanted to kick us off with a disclaimer. Um, this episode is provided for informational and entertainment purposes only. Uh, please do not take any of its contents as health or other source of professional or healthcare advice or nutritional advice. Everybody's different, everybody's needs uh, for food, nutrition, and uh, health needs are different. So make sure to consult with a health practitioner. And also the, the contents of this episode are just like my story, how things happen for me and my interpretation of things. Now, having said that, let's get to the story. So make sure you're comfortable and let's see how everything unraveled. So the chronology of events was as follows. Last year, I posted an episode on how, why I became vegetarian and uh, described all the benefits I'm seeing, the boosts in energy, how I'm feeling and things like that. And uh, that was after a year of being vegetarian. And the reason for that is that I don't like to just share comments or posts or podcast episodes about something that I'm just experimenting with. And so that's why I waited a year to make sure that I am seeing the benefit, benefits I'm able to maintain consistently and uh, see good results. And that's when I decided to share my story. And actually, it was really cool to see all the feedback I got. Many of you posted, many of you said amazing uh, comments and shared uh, your stories with me so like I, I got some very interesting feedback from you guys so thank you very much for those of you to those of you who posted and uh, gave me some comments on that then I was vegetarian for a bit longer in total I was vegetarian for one and a half years and then in September last year Adlan and I after going to a couple of vegan restaurants and really enjoying them but then in September last year we wanted to dig this into this topic further and so we found a documentary about uh, veganism and decided to watch it. And the documentary is called What the Health. It's actually quite recent. It was produced in 2017, very well made, very cinematic. Uh, and it goes into detail uh, on, it's, by the way, it's from the same, I think it's from the, the creator of Cowspiracy. So the same person that filmed Cowspiracy created, created What the Health. Amazing, highly recommend to everybody. Uh, even if you're not planning on becoming vegan, it is just incredibly made and really opens your eyes to some things. And it dives into three topics um, on why veganism is actually good for you. So it dives into the health aspects, how, how that affects your health, how that affects the environment and how that helps animals. So three, there's three main reasons for uh, going down this path. Um, so we watched it and literally like watched in the evening literally like the next day within a couple of days we became vegan that's it like uh, no no negotiation straight there but to be honest i have to be like um have to clarify here that we do have our own cheat days or our own uh ways that we um you know like mix things up we're not 100 percent vegan all the time so most of the time like 95 percent of the time we're vegan I will sometimes eat uh, fish, like maybe once a month occasionally, or if uh, there's fresh fish around, then I'll eat it more frequently. Whereas Adlan uh, has his own system where he's 95% of the time vegan, but then 5% of the month, he will just eat anything. And that's kind of his own way with, of uh, structuring a diet. And that's why I said at the start that 
these are our interpretations and everybody's unique and different and uh, you you will find your own path if you if you look for for going down this way um, yeah but apart from that we decided that this is the best options for our health became vegan and now it's been a year so, so Adlan and I so you heard that right not just me but at both of us Adlan and I and Adlan those of you who don't know is my business partner he's uh, also the constructor on uh, the machine learning A to Z and uh, deep learning A to Z, AI A to Z, blockchain, and most of our major flagship courses. So both Adlan and I have been vegan for a year now. Of course, in, in these our own interpretations of this uh, of this diet. Um, yeah, so that's that's how it happened. We're very excited about it. We're continuing doing that. Um, so let's let's talk about a few. Things. So first of all, not just vegan. Well, I can't speak for Adlan here, but for myself, I'm not just vegan. Uh, but the diet I follow is called a whole food plant-based diet. And if any of you are interested, a great doctor on this topic is Dr. John McDougall. Uh, he's uh, got a few books and one of them is called The Starch Solution. Uh, I haven't personally read it, but I've read, seen some of his other works and he's got a website got some interesting recipes he's also in uh, I think in he's in one of the he's in one of the documentaries I'm not sure if he's in what the health I think he's in forks over knives or something like that but uh, very interesting person and so it's not just about being vegan it's actually about following a whole food plant-based diet so you, no processed food minimum emulsifiers minimum other types of like colorings other ingredients you know whenever you see in the ingredients you see something starting with an e e like 234 or something like that all those things not not necessary for your body actually do detrimental do damage to your body so that's that's the type of diet whole food plant-based another thing is my mom is vegan i'm just checking my nose here which is really cool uh what I would say is that you, in the movie, they say that you experience health benefits within like two weeks after starting this whole uh, food uh, plant-based diet. And it's true. Like within two weeks, felt lighter, haven't felt very rarely I feel bloated now or like, or I, very rarely I feel uh, heavy in my stomach, always full of energy. Um, all those stories that you don't get enough iron, you don't get enough protein from... Uh, if you don't eat meat, that's all nonsense. If you do your research, if you uh, plan your food, if you watch what you eat, you can get everything from uh, a purely whole food plant-based diet. Um, and there's a beautiful app for that, which is free. It's called Chronometer, C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-R. -O -O so no H in that, in that word. Chronometer, you can download it, you can put in what you ate like you know like a cup of rice and it'll tell you exactly what you got fibers um carbs how much and so on and it'll compare it to how much you're burning per day really really cool thing uh, if anybody's interested in that basically you can get everything from a whole food plant-based diet except for one thing there's one vitamin you cannot get and that is vitamin b12 uh, so vitamin b12 you cannot get from uh, a fully vegan diet and to be clear here, so some people might say that, well, that is because, you know, you need to eat animal products. You see B12 isn't contained in plants and so on. Uh, so we have to eat uh, animal products. Well, actually, no. Actually, B12 um, is generated by this bacteria that lives on 
in the forests on I think it's bacteria it might be some like microorganisms that live on uh, on leaves especially towards the ground uh, and where it's dirty basically where there's dirt where there's some manure or some other stuff and, and through that natural process that uh, uh, microorganism generates this uh, vitamin and then cows and you know other animals eat the, the grass and then they have that b12 in them and that's why you can get it with meat and, and other animal products but the reason why we can't get it from plants is because we no longer live in forests we no longer eat leaves or you know pick stuff off the grass and we we don't have access to that we have everything is you know comes from farms where everything's sterilized and you it's like you like fruits and vegetables there they don't contain that b12 anymore so that's the reason, um, well, to the best of my knowledge, why we don't get B12 from a whole food plant-based diet. And that's why B12, uh, you take a supplement. Well, I take a supplement, it's like a little spray, uh, once a week or several, several times a month is enough. You just need a tiny amount of B12, but it's important to get it. So that's that. And then everything else you can balance out. You can just make sure with, uh, by observing things you're eating and checking them, for instance, on chronometer, that you are getting the right amino acids, the right carbs, the right fats, and so on. So what are some of the benefits of uh, being vegan? Well, uh, definitely, as discussed, the, the health benefits, like a lot of energy, a lot of uh, strength. In fact, uh, f uh, some of the strongest people on earth are vegan, some of like pro athletes. And that's what I like about this movie, is that at the end they give you examples of people like bodybuilders and... Um, other types of athletes like marathon runners and so on who are vegan and, and they, they're totally fine. So lots of health benefits, um, you know, clarity of mind, focus and things like that. Uh, of course, environmental aspects are very important as well. Uh, by, you know, by not eating meat, you're helping save the planet. So the statistics are pretty crazy. Like to produce one, one uh, burger, it takes about something like 50 liters of water in order to produce one burger because of like the the cows drink the water and then the crops require water and so on so it's pretty crazy um also most of the and i mentioned this in my other episode most of the gas in the greenhouse effect that is causing overheating global warming on the planet doesn't actually come from factories and cars and and airplanes as you think that those all account for about like less than 50 percent but more than 50 percent like 51 or 52 percent of these gases that are causing the problem uh and the main one is methane that comes from cows from their digestive system um because they eat grass and the way they digest it they produce methane goes into the atmosphere and that's that's where most of it's coming from um i think as far as i remember um, several football fields, uh, I think it's 40 football fields, 40 like stadiums of Amazon rainforest are cut down every minute in the Amazon rainforest. So 40 stadiums of trees are cut down every minute in the Amazon rainforest and most of it goes for either soy production, which is uh, in most cases used to feed cows uh, and livestock or it is used for the livestock grazing pastures. That is also pretty insane. There's this like, I think it's like a billion cows on the planet right now. And uh, uh, that's, that's also, like the num numbers are enormous. And 
all of that is affecting our planet in terms of environment, in terms of the oceans, in terms of trees and so on. So by being uh, vegan, uh, by eating just plant-based produce, you're really reducing your environmental footprint and helping, helping this planet survive. And then the other benefit is, of course, animals, right? So animals are extremely mistreated and it's um, like it's your way of just like taking care of them by choosing not to eat animal products again i'm not uh, advocating for everybody to become vegan and things like that just my story and how i feel about this why why i feel this uh like the power to go through because it is sometimes difficult like for instance uh, like after becoming being vegetarian for one and a half years and then vegan for a year i don't miss I don't miss um, meat anymore. Like when I look at meat, I does nothing for me. So most of the time, it just like feels strange and a bit disgusting even. But I do miss cheese. Like I really miss cheese. And the reason for that is that when you eat cheese, it goes into like into your system and then it uh, triggers, like kind of affects your brain the same way as morphine affects your brain. So basically, not as strong, but same type of, chemical reaction something like that happens in your brain and the effect is similar to morphine basically it's addictive right so whether you like it well of course like if you don't like it, you don't like it but if you like it it's not just because you like the taste and maybe you know it's a it's a taste that you develop over time it's actually because you are getting addicted to it and it's really hard to let go and that's probably the reason why i still miss cheese i i really think about it a lot and but like you know i've been it's been pretty pretty crazy but i've been pretty diligent with this in the past year i think i tried one slice of cheese that's that's pretty much it uh because i know you know like other things like fish for instance and stuff like i i know it's easier to control whereas with cheese like it's addictive so i'd rather like just stay away from it kind of cold turkey cold turkey approach um another thing i wanted to say is that this wasn't my first attempt at becoming vegan like i tried way back back when i was still at deloitte i tried twice and i because i had a roommate his name's chris uh and he um like he was vegan then i think he's vegan again now um he had his own type of diet so i tried he inspired me basically it's always always good to do like in in with friends or roommates and stuff and so he inspired me to try i tried it but it didn't work for me and uh, uh his diet involved like a lot of um, smoothies and juices and stuff and for me once I tried it the first time the second time I became really ill like I became sick like sick like I don't know three four times a month I remember like being sick seven times in the space of like three months and just like with flu and then I get better and then flu again and colds and stuff like that and I just didn't understand what was happening and he kept telling me that hey man you gotta wait it's like your toxins coming out of your body it's gonna happen and so on so on so on and at the time i didn't really understand what he meant but now after doing all this research and and like doing that 10-day fast i did in bali and other kind of like understanding how all this works i can see what's happening and what is happening is when you eat processed food when you eat meat when you eat um, things that contain emulsifiers and you know just other unnatural stuff toxins basically toxins that come to your body a lot of those to or even like you know uh, toxins that come out of the air uh, because of the cars driving around it's just like whatever toxins are around when they get into your body 
a lot of the time I like I won't uh, don't quote me on the you know whether it's 100% of the time or 10% of the time I'm not sure but like a lot of the time they are actually not water soluble they're fat soluble and what that means is that they cannot be removed from your body with just water you can drink as much water as you want but they're there they're they can only be you know they can only attach themselves to fat so when something's fat soluble it's kind of like you know if you have water and you drop a uh, drop of fat on it, on it, like oil or something, then it, it doesn't, it doesn't diffuse in the water, it just stays there. So similar situation, so fat-soluble toxins, they can only be taken away, taken out of your body with fat. And so what your body does is like, when there's excess amount of toxins that cannot just like naturally go through your system, like through your liver or, um, you know, whichever way they go out of your body, what it does is it creates fat to store those toxins because it knows okay i can capture those toxins with fat and put them away so they don't affect me so they don't don't uh, ruin uh, their digestion or the organs and they don't uh, affect the body in general and so that way your body creates fat and stores away the toxins so not only does your body create fats uh, when you like when you overeat and things like that but it's another it's a protective mechanism to capture toxins and to put them away and then what happens once you go like vegan, like cold turkey from, from eating meat five times or you know, three times a day, seven days a week, when you jump to being vegan is that your body has so much of, this, of these toxins, of this fat, because like it's been getting toxins, excess toxins all the time. So it's been putting them away, putting them away, putting them away. Now you jump to vegan and all of a sudden it has this opportunity to clean up. It starts burning that fat because you're probably not eating as much or eating enough, getting enough. Like you, you need to watch how much you eat when you're vegan to get enough nutrition. Like I eat a lot. Um, and so especially when you start being vegan, your body starts fixing itself up. It might burn the excess fat. And as soon as it starts burning excess fat, all these toxins start coming out. And where they go? They go into your bloodstream. They go through your whole body to, you know, to get out. Uh, but in the process, they're, you know, like that inevitably before they get out, they're going to cause some harm to you. And that is why your, your immune system drops, you become uh, sick. And, and a lot of people take that as a sign that no, veganism is not for me or vegetarianism is not for me. Uh, like I got sick so many times, definitely not for me. But the reality is your body is going through this healing process and hence you're becoming sick, not because the food's making you sick. So that's that. So something to be careful of. And therefore, uh, again, don't take this as health advice. But my view is that I, if, if I was talking to a friend, I wouldn't recommend to go like straight into being vegan from like meat eating to vegan like all right away. I, I might be uh, like I'm probably not con like not in line, not, not uh, consistent with other or like I'm not a lot of other professionals in this space or vegans will not agree with me. But that's my view. Um, a lot of people just say just go straight vegan like my view is like i would rather go slowly you know become maybe cut out a lot of us eat meat uh three times a day breakfast is bacon lunch is like a sausage dinner there's a steak and things like that and it happens most days a week so what i would do is i would cut out and i've recommended this to one of my friends you cut out meat like on two days out of the seven preferably in a row like friday saturday or something like that and you just pick or Tuesday, Wednesday, you just pick those two days and you don't eat animal products, you not know, just meat, you know, meat, cheese, eggs, all that stuff, dairy. Um, 
you don't eat all that stuff for two days and so you see how you go maybe one day to start with and then two days three days a gradual gradual transition and you know again everybody's different uh, my point is like maybe for many people doing it gradually can be easier psychologically and actually maybe uh, it can be not as shocking to the system in terms of uh, the health aspect um, oh, while we we're talking about dairy just now I mentioned dairy what I wanted to say on that as well is that dairy there's been plenty of studies to show that dairy like milk and stuff you know how we all hear that milk helps stronger bones because it has calcium well actually that's not true been quite a few studies and two that I've heard of that have proven that milk actually makes your bones weaker and why is that well because milk is an acidic environment is acidic is like an acidic substance and when you drink it what happens is your body needs to neutralize that acidity yes it gets calcium out of the milk but it needs to leach more calcium out of your bones and in order to neutralize that acidity so therefore uh, your bones become weaker and uh, there was like one of the studies was about uh, um, I think it was about women um, and the study was over several actually quite a long study I think it was several uh, like over a decade and they studied like two groups of women one group who were drinking milk another group who weren't drinking milk and they were looking at hip fractures and there were way more hip fractures there were statistically significant larger number of hip fractures among women who were indeed drinking milk so you know there, there's something like that. and all, all of these numbers quotes are all available in any of those documentaries if you want to watch one then the one i mentioned at the start was what the health great place to start get at least get some more information on on this topic oh one more thing i wanted to say very important as well to keep your body alkaline to keep your body more alkaline we mentioned or you'll hear this in an upcoming episode uh, where we talk um, to Carl Massey author of Car the guidebook to happiness he'll be in one of the upcoming episodes and we'll talk about this there uh, about water and so you need to keep your body alkaline because when you're actually born when a baby's born uh, it is alkaline like most alkaline so pH 7.0 is uh, me middle medium ground below that uh, I think it's acidic right so P pH below 7 is uh, acidic and above 7 is alkaline and so let's have a look yeah 0 is totally acidic and 14 is completely alkaline so uh, your body is slightly alkaline should be slightly alkaline 7.35 and 7.45 basically when a baby's born it's more alkaline as it grows as it eats more meat and uh, more milk and all other acidic things it becomes less alkaline and more acidic and guess what cancer it thrives in acidic environments it cannot it cannot survive in alkaline environments it thrives in acidic environments and that's why meat uh, in fact what is it uh, I think either bacon or eggs by the World Health Organization have been classified the same level of cancerogen or, or something that causes cancer uh, as cigarettes right on the same level how crazy is that that is how dangerous these things are for your body like if you eat them over a long prolonged period of time um, yeah so 
as you grow up, as the baby grows up, its body becomes more and more acidic, and that's where cancer can thrive. So it's important to, um, first of all, drink water to make sure you're, you know, you're hydrating enough. Uh, that's kind of separate. That's just like you need water to clean your body like and drink. You know, like I drink at least two liters per day and that's before lunch. Before lunch, I drink at least two liters of water uh, probably uh, throughout the course of the day between three and four. But in terms of a pH, uh, uh, what's it called? Vegetables and whole food plant-based diet, it helps bring up your pH. So helps make your body more alkaline because you you're consuming instead of consuming meat you're consuming um vegetables and green green leafy vegetables and and things like that so you can look it up and you'll see that all most of these things that are like green and vegetables they're usually uh, alkaline and they help your body become more alkaline which is good for you so there you go i think i think that's all that i wanted to mention here i hope you enjoyed this episode it was quite a long one coming close to 30 minutes now but I found, I found it important. I was, I was looking forward to sharing this episode for a year now, as you can imagine. Like I was so excited after a month, after two months, three months. I remember counting down the time. It was like at some point, it was like six months, eight months, done, 10 months. It's really looking forward to sharing this with you guys. But like I specifically waited for a whole year. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. If you're interested, then definitely consult with your health practitioner, do your own research and stuff like that. But for me, it works. I feel lots of energy, feel clarity of mind, focus and things like that. One, one uh, negative I will mention is that um, if I do eat meat now or chicken, if I just like try it, I did that by accident. <laughs> I think like, uh, oh, well, when I was still vegetarian, it, it's... Uh, your body is hard for your body to handle it. So just look out for that. If you're going to go down this path, you got to make sure that, you know, you, you can sustain it or you can continue with it. Because like if you then try to eat meat again, uh, it will be difficult. It can be difficult. It's, that's, that's what it's like for me. So I just wanted to put that out there as a heads up. Um, it's like it's a price you pay, I guess. Uh, but other than that, very happy with this choice. Very excited about it. Going to keep doing it. Um, yeah, uh, let me know if any questions, hope, uh, hope you enjoyed the episodes, throw in your comments here, I'll, I'll read them all, I'll see, see what you guys have to say, what kind of diets you guys are following, very interesting, I think it's important because, you know, like, we use our brains so much in the workplace as, you know, as data scientists, analysts, it's very important for us to be in the right state of mind, have the right energy and focus to perform our work and jobs and do whatever we need to do and on that note thanks so much for to everybody who supported me on this journey to everybody who's inspired me to be vegan vegetarian and to explore these these paths i'm very excited about everything here so thank you so much everybody and thank you for being on the show here today hope this episode was useful and i look forward to seeing you back here next time until then happy analyzing <laughs>